Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast, where we help business owners connect to their profits and earn their freedom. Join us as we discuss ways you can grow your small business, build your wealth, and help others along the way. Here's your host, Dan Cotton. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about the concept of inflation. What do we know? What do we not? And how do we get prepared? And this is a topic that has been talked about a lot uh, in circles that I'm in, um, whether it be at my full-time job, uh, people are talking about inflation. Every time you turn on the news, people are talking about inflation. It is uh, probably the number one thing talked about um, in circles and on the news right now. And if you actually listened to um, one of our educational series a while back, actually during COVID, we talked about recession proofing your your program and this isn't necessarily a full-blown recession uh, but we are definitely looking at some some scary times financially and as a business owner that can be really really intimidating Uh, and it's not just intimidating for just us as small business owners it's intimidating for everyone and so uh, everyone is kind of in the same boat where we are looking at what is going to happen and unfortunately Some of the things I'm going to recommend for you, uh, you might look at and go, well, these are the same things other people are doing, which is creating some of the problem. Yes, yes, you're right. Um, But that's the only way that we can protect ourselves and start to protect ourselves and our businesses uh, as inflation approaches and as we kind of stare down the barrel. So um, let's talk about what we know. So first off, what we know is inflation is here. Uh, It's very, very real. And it is absolutely going to impact next season and it's going to impact uh, general day-to-day operations in your gym Uh, in terms of your costs of employees might start to go up. Uh, Your costs of buying equipment absolutely is going up, if not already has gone up dramatically. Um, You know, foam and mats and things like that have gone up astronomically. It's quite intimidating. Um, I was just looking to get some replacement foam for a resi pit and I was shocked at how much it was going to cost. Um, I three years ago could have bought two new pits for what it was going to cost just to get replacement foam for this pit. So uh, it is definitely very, very real. Um, and it's going to impact our next season. We're most likely going to see this impact our competition costs. Uh, Even if you use uh, any of the competition companies, whether it be IEPs or varsity, uh, you are going to see competition costs increase because venues are going to increase costs. Costs of the staff is going to increase. So all of those things are things you need to be prepared for and factoring in that those costs are going to exist and going to potentially be problematic. Um, So those are all things we need to be preparing for as we look at next season. Um, We know that uh, airfare, gas, all those things are expensive. So that's what we know right now. We know that inflation's here, we know that it's real, and we know that its effects can be 
wide reaching in how it's going to impact our gym and how it's going to impact next season. So what do we not know? Well, number one is we don't know how bad it's going to be. Right now, it's very hard for us to say, oh, this is this is how how much gas is going to cost. This is uh, what we're going to be paying for competitions. This is what we're going to be paying for flights. Uh, we can't actually do that and know 100% how things are going to be impacted overall. So what can we do as we look at inflation? What can we do to prepare and uh, be ready to go and make sure that we're able to be successful next season. So number one is we need to set our costs accordingly. Now, well, I'm going to go into a little more detail on what I mean by that. Uh, and you may be in a position because as I'm recording this, it's April 14th and you may have already set your cost sheet. Uh, in fact, I know a lot of gyms have already set their cost sheet, already released it out to parents and it already exists. And so we're going to talk about some options you have there if you've already put out your cost sheet and maybe you didn't do some of these things or maybe you didn't think about some of these things ahead of time um, or, or before releasing that cost sheet. It's okay. I'm going to give you some options on how you can take care of that. But if you haven't yet, and I can tell you we haven't, and normally by this time of year we have, well, we've released it with our packet, but we've been holding off because we've wanted to really do our due diligence and for good reason. Um, I'm not going to go into the full story of it, but we're in the process of renegotiating our lease. And this is a horrible time to be renegotiating our lease. Our landlord wants to increase our rent by almost 40%, which is a very, very hefty um, cost increase. As I somewhat frustratingly told my realtor, uh, if I had an extra 40% of revenue, I would be uh, using it, I don't most. I don't know any companies that just have an extra forty percent uh, of their rent just sitting around uh, to give their landlord more money. So um, we are we're glad that we've held off because we potentially could have released our cost sheet before we knew these numbers and uh, were able to prepare and adjust accordingly. So. Uh, what do we need to do? We need to adjust our numbers accordingly. We need to make sure that we are really looking at what we think things are going to cost and being strategic about it moving forward. Um, so you need to raise your competition costs. You just need to do that. There's no question about it. I, in my personal opinion, and I could be wrong and I hope I am, but I anticipate every competition company is going to raise competition prices. Now they may only raise them by $5. Some of them may raise them by 10 or 15 per athlete. Um, I think you could see up to as high as 25 or even $50 per athlete for some competitions. Uh, I think we're going to see a bigger jump than we have historically seen. Um, and five to $25 jumps are not that uncommon depending on the expenses at the venue. So you can, you need to raise your prices and competition fees. Uh, you need to raise your tuition prices. You just need to be prepared to pay more for the same things. So raising your tuition so you can pay your staff accordingly, so you can keep the lights on, you can pay the gas bill, which is going to be more expensive. You can pay all those bills. You need to increase your costs uh, of what it costs to cheer in your program. These are not your assessments. So these aren't things that people are paying to you for you to then pay other people. I'm talking about your tuition that covers your gym 
uh, expenses. Now, if you don't have your cost sheet set out that way, um, I recommend you at least know this is the amount of, let's say you do an all-inclusive pricing, this is the amount of that all-inclusive pricing that I know goes towards my program. You need to make sure you understand that so you know then what you're pulling from, okay, this much goes towards paying for my staff and then this much goes towards paying for my bills and my rent and then this much is left over for just pure profit margin. It's important that you understand all of that. Um, and it can, that can be hard to do with all-inclusive. So that may be the easiest way to package it for your parents and sell it, but you need to understand how it breaks down. Now with assessments, I still want you to increase costs and I want you to increase costs and still keep a profit margin within all of those assessments. This is one thing that people talk about a lot in the cheer industry because we're giving people, and a lot of people will say, well, I don't feel right marking up uh, competition fees because parents can find out how much the competition costs. Yes, but you have to pay for your staff to be at the competition. You have to do all of the registration. You have to get there early. You have to stay there late. You have to do a lot of things related to athletes going to competition. It's just not like they just show up and boom, competition exists. So there's a lot of work for you to do as well, which is why we mark things up and there's profit margin in literally everything. Thing. Other things we need to increase costs in beyond just saying everything, um, staff travel costs. You need to prepare for that. Now, one thing uh, I know people are considering, we're considering. Um, I I don't think I'm speaking out of turn to say I know Shelly is considering um, doing less travel, meaning we're going to do our best to stay on our coast and really not get on planes and travel to places like Texas and Georgia and Florida at, at all or, or very, very minimally. And historically, we've done one travel event like George, like Dallas or Cheersport um, and, and then Summit slash Worlds. And now we're looking at not doing that Dallas and Cheersport um, and just staying on the West Coast. And because I'd rather, for me, where we are in Oregon, I'd rather have my parents get on a plane and fly to Vegas or California where even if prices jump, they're still going to be, generally speaking, sub- $350 versus go to places like Atlanta and Dallas where parents might have to pay $700 to $900 for a singular round trip flight. Um, I just need to do my best to help put my parents in positions, my clients in positions to spend their money efficiently um, and not have them waste it on things that they don't necessarily need to spend it on. So that's a consideration that we're making uh, as well. But if you're going to be flying places, you need to expect that hotels are going to cost more next year. Flights are going to cost more next year. Eating out per diem and those kind of things is going to cost more next year. So you need to be prepared for those and you need to mark up accordingly. Now, if you have already released your cost sheet, you've already done it, uh, the cat's already out of the bag. In my opinion, you have two options and you, there may be more, but I'm just going to give you my two cents on this. You have two options. Those two options are number one, you can issue out a amendment, uh, an adjustment. Uh, the season hasn't started yet, so you can say, hey, we've amended our cost sheet based off of uh, current inflation or pricing that was recently released, and it's now this. Um, now that may or may not go over well depending on how significantly you're amending your cost sheet. If you're amending it by 150 bucks per client, you can probably make that go over just fine. 
Um, now, some of you might say, well, I wouldn't amend a cost sheet for $150 per client. If I didn't amend a cost sheet for $150 per uh, athlete, for me this year, that would be well over a $12,000 mistake. So I need to make sure like that would be something I would need to amend for. Now, maybe you only have 15 kids and that's not as big of a sum of money um, in terms of cumulatively, but generally when you have 15 kids, that thousand bucks, it, it's a big deal. So just think about those things as you, as you strategize. Uh, and decide whether or not you're going to do any sort of an amendment. Now, if you're amending and you're coming out with a thousand dollar increase, that's going to be rough. Um, parents are not going to like that and it could definitely cost you some clients. So you got to kind of strategize the best way. And maybe you do both of the things I'm talking about. Aside from amending, the other is to simply um, instead of amending what they're paying, amend what you're going to pay for. So maybe you do one less competition, or maybe you take a travel event off of what you were thinking of doing, or maybe you don't buy that $700 uniform, but you find a $300 alternative. So you start to look at where you can trim and save money there. Um, and that might be a, a good option for you if you've already released your cost sheet. Now, some other tips and things I think uh, that are really good for you to prepare for and do now. Number one is try not to promise much right now um, when it comes to how many competitions are we going to go to or where are we going to go to competitions. Much better to say we're keeping all of our options open right now with uh, you know spending your money as wisely as possible. Um, so that's a great, great thing to say. Uh, additionally, uh, when they're talking about uh, how much are we going to travel? You know, we're not sure we're going to, we're keeping that all in mind. It just try not to promise things. If you put out early on, oh, we're doing eight competitions. Well, then the expectation is you're doing eight competitions. And if you can't afford to do eight competitions, you either have to say, well, I changed my mind. It didn't work out or, um, or you look bad. Um, or you lose money or you pay for them and you pay for them out of pocket, which you absolutely should not do. So, do not promise anything. I always um, prefer the under promise over deliver uh, mantra. I would much rather do that versus over promise and under deliver for my clients. So just stick with, I'm not sure we don't have that information yet. We'll get it out to you as soon as we can and give them general ballparks. You know, like we're going to give the general ballpark of we're going to do our best to stay on the West Coast for all of our competitions this season to save on costs and just leave it at that. You know, you don't need to go into any more detail. Just let them know that's what you're doing and just let them know you're going to get the more details when you can get the more details. Next things that we should be doing is, I already mentioned this, but raising prices on everything. And this goes beyond just our all-star programs. This goes into our recreational programs, our birthday parties, everything that you're doing, raise your prices. Um, you don't have to do it dramatically. It doesn't have to be crazy. You also can always grandfather people in. So like our current, our current rec people, we are going to be raising prices, but we're not going to, you know, just raise them on everyone. We are going to grandfather anyone who is currently on a contract in uh, and not raise their pricing going into the next season uh, at this particular point in time. But raise your, your prices on everything, even if it's small, even if it's 10 or 15 bucks, 
uh, here and there, although it is a lot harder to go further with 10 or 15 bucks per uh, price raise. Um, you got to kind of look at each individual circumstance, but raise those prices and start preparing because all of your prices are going to be going up and you would rather be prepared for that now ahead of time before things get out of hand. Next is build up a safety net. So if you've raised prices and you haven't had to uh, overspend on anything yet, start saving money. Start building in some sort of a a safety net, a nest egg, whether or not you're using that in some sort of a a savings account or you are investing it uh, or you just have it set aside in a very low yield basic savings account at your bank, build up a safety net. If we learned anything from... Uh, from COVID, from the pandemic, from everything that has gone on, assistance is going to take a long time to get to you. So the more you can have a little bit of a nest egg to carry you through hardship, or when you get in that position where you maybe didn't something, some price got raised and you need to, you need to pay a little bit more than you were expecting. You've got a nest egg there that can help absorb some of that blow when you have some of those unforeseen expenses, or let's say you have um, some mats get damaged and you have to replace them. You have no choice but to replace some uh, carpet bonded foam in your gym, which means you have to buy new. You can't find any used. And now you got to pay $800 per roll for two rolls of mats plus shipping, which is going to be by the time you're all said and done, you spent like two grand getting new mats or more. Um, having that nest egg is going to really help set you up for success. So have that safety net. And then lastly is get creative and find ways to bring in more revenue. Uh, I know that's easier said than done, but start brainstorming now. Um, you know, it's it's very easy to get frustrated and I, I'm right there with you guys. I'm I'm a business owner. I'm going through this. I'm, I'm speaking to you from a position of emotion because I've had the thought within the past couple weeks of like, man, is this is this God's way of telling me to hang it up? Is this just time to get out of doing this because I don't know if I want to take that risk. This is scary. Um, but you know what? No one gets, no one gets wealthy. Uh, no one finds success without taking risk. It's the same thing I tell my kids. Um, sometimes you just got to go for it and you got to make the best decision you can make, um, as intelligently as you can, but you got to take risk. You're never going to win, uh, playing it safe. So, Find ways to bring in more revenue. You know, use these opportunities to help your business grow and thrive and become more successful because nothing grows without friction. So find those opportunities, whether it be starting up birthday parties or starting another recreational program or finding more summer camp programming or daytime programming or other ways that you can bring in more revenue in your gym. And if you need help with that, that's something we specialize in at NextGen. We are experts in helping you find ways to build more profits. So feel free to seek us out, ask us questions, join our groups where we're doing brainstorming on these things uh, on Facebook. Check out the website uh, where you can sign up for Danielle's emails, which are phenomenal. They inspire me regularly. But find ways to, to grow and expand your business rather than just stay rooted in what you've always been doing. I, if you've listened to the end of the uh, till the end of this episode, I'm very grateful. Uh, I hope you've gotten something out of it. I hope you are uh, 
optimistic or trying to doing your best to stay optimistic about the future, there are a lot of great things that you can make out of a tough situation. So utilize it, grow from it, make yourself better. And uh, we're going to all be there together working through it and continue crushing it as we head into the rest of 2022 and into 2023. With that, thank you for joining us for this episode and we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Next Generation, Connecting People and Profits podcast. If you love this content, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and head over to our website to sign up for our emails with tips and tricks on how to grow your business. 